It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Jason Walker. Welcome back to the, uh, you know, to the to the show that we're doing right now. Following the local teams, breaking down the biggest games with in-depth analysis and team interviews. There's going to be much higher expectations, sense of awareness of what uh, we bring to the table. Join the show by calling into 435-752-1069 or text 435-339-0321. It's the Full Court Press. Throws, and yes! Touchdown, did he get it? Hey, what's up, everybody? Eric Franson with you here on the Full Court Press. Jason Walker making his way down south. The Logan High Grizzlies on the road tonight at Juan Diego. So Jason Walker is the new play-by-play voice of the Grizzlies. So he's making his way down there. We'll have a full run-through of who's playing where, how you can follow along or watch along uh, for all these high school games in action tonight. Six games for Region 11 teams, and we'll tell you about some other teams that are in action as well in our area. So you know who's who's playing where and how things are going along and how things are progressing, what uh, may be on the line this week compared to last. So that's coming up. Uh, reveal number one in our top 25 Aggies of 2022. Uh, I'm guessing by now you've got a pretty good guess of who that might be. Um, that shouldn't be very suspenseful at this point, but nonetheless, uh, I, before Jason left, uh, he and I did sit down. I want to make sure he had a chance to uh, give his thoughts on why uh, number one on our list was a unanimous selection. So that will be coming up. You'll hear from Jason a little bit later on in the show as uh, as we touch on that. Um, if there's uh, uh, some former Aggies in the NFL. One had a, a game last night, certainly made some highlights Kind of fun to see him uh, get some uh, highlight reel uh, mentions. Uh, and then there's a number of other guys in action uh, tonight and into tomorrow. So I'll run through that. These uh, Aggies trying to make NFL rosters or try to get better playing time for their situations. Uh, so that's going to be coming up. Uh, and then news today that uh, a private equity firm, Arctos Sports Partners, has purchased a minority share in the Smith Entertainment Group, which means they are a part owner in the Utah Jazz. Uh, what does that mean, and uh, how does that potentially affect the future of the Jazz or the future of professional sports in the state of Utah? That may be the broader point to make on this. So we'll get into that and uh, some of the implications, what it might mean uh, for uh, the state of Utah, and for the Utah Jazz. So a lot of different things going on. I'd uh, love to get your thoughts, your reactions to things happening, uh, your questions that you may have. Full Court Press text line is open and ready to field your questions. 435-339-0321 to uh, chime in on the Full Court Press text line. 435-339-0321. Um, so I want to start here. Is uh, last night in the NFL, it was the Seattle Seahawks uh, in their game against the Bears, and Seahawks looking a little rough uh, as a franchise. Granted, these are still preseason games, and there's a lot of uh, ironing out to do, but still kind of a rough outing for the Seattle. But not a bad outing for Darwin Thompson. 
Uh, six carries, 34 yards. He did score a touchdown. He caught one pass for seven yards. Uh, but on one of those runs, uh, it was definitely one of the highlights of the night for the Seahawks. He hurdles over a defender. They get him, give himself uh, several more yards and extend the play. So exciting play for Darwin Thompson. Uh, got the hops out last night for the Seahawks. Uh, but uh, definitely a better outing for him last night than the week previous as the Seahawks are trying to you know figure out a, a number of different positions. But Darwin making the case for himself to be in the rotation as a, as a running back and showing that he's versatile as well, uh, catching uh, one catch for seven yards out of the backfield. So not a bad night for Darwin Thompson. Uh, now, a couple games tonight involving some former Aggies. Carolina Panthers are at the New England Patriots. New England is favored by 6.5 in this one. Uh, that game's actually going to start at 5 o'clock on, ES, or excuse me, on NFL Network. Uh, for those uh, Patriots fans or those that want to check in to see what Derek Wright may be doing, uh, he had himself a nice day uh, uh, last week in the Panthers' first preseason game in the fall, and he led all receivers for Carolina. See if he can do that again. As uh, Again, they play tonight, 5 o'clock on NFL Network. So never totally going to encourage you to turn us off and go somewhere else, but if you uh, find a way to have it on, and to keep us on in the background, that's always ideal. Uh, also tonight, Green Bay Packers. They're uh, at home hosting the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Jordan Love uh, expected to still get snaps tonight in this one. We know that um, um, that uh, Tipa Naliai got hurt, that Dallin Levitt got hurt. Uh, I don't know. I, I, we know that uh, Dallin Levitt's going to be out for a little while. Don't know if Tipinali will be able to play tonight or not. Um, hoping that he should be available to make some plays or get some snaps. Fingers crossed on that one. Uh, that game is scheduled to start at 6 o'clock tonight. And uh, looks like uh, Green Bay is favored by 2.5 points uh, in that matchup. Um, so uh, another opportunity to see a couple of former Aggies in action tonight. Though that game will not be broadcast on any national network. Uh, and then tomorrow, couple of, a few more games to keep your eye on for former Aggies. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are uh, taking on the Tennessee Titans, uh, the game actually in Tennessee. Uh, and Speaking of highlight reels, Devin Tompkins has been making more highlight reel catches in practices and scrimmages and uh, see what he can do tomorrow when uh, the Buccaneers take on the Titans. Uh, that game will be a national broadcast. 5 o'clock on the NFL Network. Tennessee is favored by 3 in this one, but hoping to see Devin Tompkins get a good run uh, for the uh, Buccaneers tomorrow night. And then also at the same time, but not on a national broadcast, Pittsburgh Steelers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's a 5 o'clock kickoff in there. And uh, Jalen Warren, the former Aggie running back, who spent most of his time in an Aggie uniform before transferring to Oklahoma State, uh, he is with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, not a bad outing for him uh, last week, but seeing if he can have a little bit better showing uh, in his performance in, in uh, NFL preseason week two for Jalen Warren. So uh, Darwin Thompson played last night, 34 yards on six carries, one catch for seven yards. Uh, you got Derek Wright tonight uh, at New England, 5 o'clock on NFL Network for the Carolina Panthers. 
Jordan Love under center for the Green Bay Packers as they host New Orleans. That's at six. And uh, don't know about Tipinaliai and his injury status, if he'll be able to play or not. And then tomorrow, a couple other more former Aggies to keep your eye on. Devin Tompkins with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Titans, 5 o'clock on the NFL Network. And then Jalen Warren with the Steelers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's also at 5 o'clock uh, tomorrow. So uh, it's important. It's going to be important for me to keep an eye on how things go in these former Aggies. That's part of our our pick six, and I took the over on that combined total yards between Thompson, Tompkins, Wright, and Warren at 75.5, and we're already about halfway there with uh, Darwin Thompson alone. So I took the over. I'm I'm feeling good thanks to Darwin Thompson uh, helping me out uh, last night. So... Uh, anyway, for, for those of you eager to see what's going on in the NFL, uh, several games that will be taking place, and um, and to, for you know getting ready for the start of the NFL season, guys trying to make roster spots. Uh, all these former Aggies were able to make the the first round of roster cuts. They're able to stay on, hoping that they have opportunities to do that uh, in the next round that will take place after this weekend. Uh, certainly strong showings with their teams and what they're trying to do uh, this week should uh, definitely go a big, uh, a long way in helping them to be able to do that. So uh, that will be one of the things that we recap on Monday and uh, take a look back on what we were able to do and what the former Aggies were able to, to uh, how they were able to perform with their NFL teams. Uh, 435-339-0321. Is there a particular team besides just keeping an eye on specific players with those former Aggies. Is there any particular NFL team that has your interest more than others during this preseason uh, leading up to the start of the NFL uh, season in just a couple of weeks from now? Um, there's been a, a few that's certainly uh, surrounded with controversy. Uh, there's a, a cloud of controversy over uh, Cleveland. Uh, there's uh, <laughs> certainly some some controversy all of a sudden in Tampa Bay like where is Tom Brady where did he go why isn't he participating in his fall camp uh, so there's a few other uh, quarterback uh, battles kind of going on in a few different places so uh, is there any particular team that is most more intriguing for you in the preseason coming in the uh, course of the NFL or is it really not that big a deal just yet until we get maybe in that final preseason week uh, to really see what a team is like. Because right now, it's it, it, by and large, it's second, third string guys, guys trying to make a roster, trying to survive, uh, even make a practice squad. And just it's, these are just real live reps that, uh, that, that these coaching staffs and general managers are getting. And that's really all that uh, this current NFL preseason is about for at least the first and second week after that then it starts to get a little bit more intriguing as to what a, a team really starts to look like but if there is anybody in particular that you're keeping an eye on any particular team love to hear from me on our full court press text line 435-339-0321 and uh, the schedule tonight so we had just a little bit of a schedule last night in the uh, NFL preseason uh, there's just a few other games going on 
Uh, tonight, as I mentioned, they involves some former Aggies. The Panthers and Patriots are on the NFL Network. The later game tonight on the NFL Network are the Texans at the Rams. That's at 8 o'clock our time. And then on uh, Saturday, uh, a number of games starting out in the morning at 11 with the Broncos at the Bills. Uh, I know there's a lot of Broncos fans still around here. Uh, 2 o'clock on the NFL Network, it's the Commanders at the Chiefs. At 5 o'clock, Buccaneers at the Titans. And uh, to close it out at, in the evening, at 8 o'clock, it's the Cowboys at the Chargers, which we will also have here on the fan as we begin our coverage uh, and broadcasts of the NFL here on the fan. And uh, you can catch those games uh, on Saturday, but mostly on Sundays as the NFL season rolls through as an opportunity to check in on other NFL games going on. But there's a couple of games scheduled on Sunday as well at 11 a.m. on Sunday on the NFL Network. It's the Eagles at the Browns, the Bengals at the Giants. That's at 5 o'clock. And in the evening on Fox at 6 o'clock, it's the Ravens at the Cardinals. And then on Monday, it's on ESPN, Monday Night Football, the Falcons at the Jets, 6 o'clock kickoff. And certainly there's some question about the Jets and what they're going to do with their backup quarterback situation after Wilson hurt his knee. So kind of a quick rundown of what's going on in the NFL this weekend with their uh, preseason uh, week two. Uh, next week could be a little bit more interesting and really the, the final week of the preseason before the uh, week one games get underway September 8th officially for the NFL. Uh, all right, we're going to do this. Going to call a quick timeout on the full court press. We're going to come back. A uh, couple other things about Utah State football I wanted to get to. Uh, besides those former Aggies trying to make spots in the NFL, uh, an update on that team from Utah with the Little League World Series. They played earlier today. How did they do? Uh, we, we will uh, reveal number one in our list of top 25 Aggies for the 2022 football season. Uh, and then there's some news about uh, an ownership, not really change, but a, a, a new minority owner involved with the uh, uh, the Ryan Smith group that owns the Utah Jazz. So what does that potentially mean uh, for the Utah Jazz or professional sports in the state of Utah overall? Or does it really mean anything? He's just looking for more equity partners and just raising more cash because that's what they do. Uh, so anyway, we'll get into that and, and discuss maybe some of those implications uh, as well as the uh, high school football schedule for tonight. We'll tell you who's playing where, how you can follow along on radio, local radio stations, online, being able to watch the games and uh, stream them on various uh, apps and on your phone as well. So we'll run through all of that coming up a little bit later on here in the Full Court Press. Uh, but first, Valvoline Instant Oil Change is now open on Sundays at 695 North Main in Logan. It's quick, it's clean, it's easy, just how it should be when it comes to getting your oil changed. I know it's stressful right now with getting kids back to school. Extracurricular activities are ramping up. Different sports are going on. You're running everywhere besides your other normal things you're supposed to do during the week. So sometimes it's hard to get your vehicle in and get it taken care of. Well, Valvoline Instant Oil Change is now open on Sundays. If that's the best day for you to get it done, they're there for you, where you can get that Valvoline Synthetic and Valvoline Max Life Oil at 695 North Main in Logan. 
Since 1926, our family has been proud to serve the people of Utah. This month at Murdoch Hyundai, come celebrate our 96th anniversary. Lock in 2.99% for four years on Hyundai's award-winning lineup, Elantra, Sonata, Kona, and Santa Fe. And every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty, and owner's assurance. When you walk through our doors, you feel like family. At Murdoch Hyundai in Logan, Linden, and Murray, or online at MurdochHyundai.com. Call 866-628-3065 or see dealer for complete details. Offer expires 831-22. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. I'm here with Mark Anderson from Anderson Seed and Garden. Mark, can you tell us a little about your experience with ChemDry of Northern Utah? You know, our carpets get really dirty at Anderson Seed and Garden, and we clean every January. Our timing is, is kind of difficult. I called Daryl, and he was amazing to work around our schedule. They came in and cleaned our carpets. They looked like brand new when they were all done, and uh, they've just been amazing to work with. ChemDry of Northern Utah, ChemDry of Northern Utah. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems, your home team when local matters. Valley Office Systems is your local provider for all things office, copiers, printers, furniture, and document management. Proudly serving Cache Valley since 2007. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. 76% of employees have struggled with at least one issue that affected their mental health. When you share, you're not alone. Ask about your company's emotional health benefits. Visit heart.org slash sharing. Brought to you by the American Heart Association. Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of the NFL. The preseason rolls along as two high-powered offenses square off under the bright lights of L.A. Hi, this is Jerry Recco. Join Kevin Ray, Danny White, and myself for all the action as the Dallas Cowboys hit the road for a matchup with the Los Angeles Chargers. Who will come away with their first win of the year? It's the Cowboys and the Chargers. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Beginning at 7.30 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Following the local teams, it's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Jason Walker. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson here with you. Kind of an interesting news story today, just this afternoon breaking, that this uh, Arctos, uh, what is it? I got to remember the private equity firm. Uh, I got to remember the full name. Arctos Sports Partners has uh, basically entered into a minority ownership stake with the Utah Jazz. Now, they already are connected with Real Salt Lake. And part of the deal is that um, that there's a part of the news on this. And the announcement is that there's an intention of, of trying to bring a third professional sports franchise to the state. 
So we'll get into that a little bit later. But if you'd love to, if you want to weigh in on that, on which type of professional sport you'd like to see in Utah, who would it be? Like what what sport could this state support and get behind to make it make it worthwhile? Four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to weigh in on that, nine three one five texting in on a full court press text line. I already shared my thoughts the other day on who was tied for number one in top 25 Aggies. Um, who's tied for number one. Uh, you'll have to remind me. We've had a lot of texts that have come through since then. 9315. But, uh, yeah, we will reveal that here in just a few minutes. We, at uh, As close as we can to 425 is when we reveal that. Uh, it's the top 25 Aggies at 425. Uh, we've been counting down, and just as a refresher, this has been a lot of fun. And when Jason Walker and I get through this and talk about it as well, but it, it's been a great exercise for us, and I hope it's been interesting for you as well as we highlight and kind of discuss the, the impact of various players on this Utah State football roster and how they could help their team and uh, the, the, the roles that they play. So it's, uh, it's been fun counting this down every weekday leading up to today. We didn't want to do it right up to the start of the college football season for USU because we wanted next week to be focused on Game 1, Utah State and UConn. But uh, today is the final day in the lead-up to that. And so we've been counting down an uh, interesting combination of you know, players who were starters last year transfers whom we really don't know a whole lot about some of them some players who didn't really have much of an impact where they were before but there's a, a hope and an expectation that they could fill specific roles here and with their skill set blossom so uh, it, it's been a lot of fun to do that you can go back on over our podcast feed to hear how we've revealed these one by one and uh, gotten through uh, all the way up to number one, which we are going to reveal today, coming up here in just a few moments. But uh, reminder, if you want to weigh in, this, this is going to be an ongoing discussion through the show today. This Arctos Sports Partners, uh, Ryan Smith has sold uh, a, a small minority share, minority stake in his Smith Entertainment Group to these guys, and they are known for being you know, private equity partners for a number of different professional sports teams. And there's a thought that they'd like to try to get a third professional sports team in Utah outside of Real Salt Lake and the Utah Jazz. So I throw this out to you. Who would you like to see? What type of professional sport is missing in the state of Utah that you think this state would get behind? Especially the Wasatch Front. Four three five three three nine zero three two one five three three eight weighs in. An NHL team is the most logical option for a new professional major league team. Okay, why? Why would you say it's the most logical? Um, that that I'm not trying to put holes in it. I just want to know why you feel like it would be the most logical option for those who may feel otherwise. Uh, this. State's been a pretty good supporter for the Salt Lake Bees. They support a Major League Baseball franchise. 
It would require a larger stadium. Um, earlier start, later finish. Um, you know, NHL is another option. Is um, I, I the these this group is not involved in WNBA teams, so I don't know that that necessarily is on the list. Though it shouldn't be totally discounted. Um, and then an NFL franchise. What other professional sports opportunities of of major level could there be that they would want to bring to Utah? And who would you like to see brought in? Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Uh, nine three one five. Thank you for the follow up. Uh, tied for number one in his top twenty five Aggies, he would put uh, Edwards and Logan. Uh, I'm guessing that's Alfred Edwards and Logan Bonner. I don't know anybody. The last name of uh, or or is that a first name Edward and a first name Logan? Now, I'm pretty sure I know what you're saying there. Alfred Edwards and Logan Bonner. Well, let's actually get to it and find out who it is officially. After uh, a group of uh, panelists, we all submitted our own ballots, ranked our own top 25 of who we thought the most impactful players would be for the Utah State football season coming into this year. And after studying it, uh, compiling the lists, scoring everybody's polls, and then putting it together into one combined list, there was one unanimous selection. At number one, and to introduce who that is, and uh, tell us the details as to why he deserves that recognition, the Hall of Famer Al Lewis. Number one on our Cash Valley Media Group's list of the top twenty-five Aggie football players for this year. Ironically enough, he wears number one. And further irony, he transfers from Arkansas State to Logan, Utah, to be our quarterback of renown last year in Logan Bonner. He started every game last year, even though early in the year was rotating at times, and did not finish the bowl game, but he was the Mountain West Championship game most valuable player for the performance against San Diego State in the win. He actually tied for the fourth most touchdown passes in a single season in Mountain West history and set the championship game record for four touchdown passes and four touchdowns responsible for it. He set five Aggie season records, and it's all set up the same. He didn't go spring football last year with a broken foot, had a great year. Didn't go this year in spring football with the injury and the knee surgery, but he's worked out longer in the summer season with the new receivers. He feels great about this year coming up, and he is our leader. Number one on our list and number one in the program, Logan Bonner. There was a unanimous selection here among all of us who voted as the undisputed number one, Logan Bonner on our list of top 25 Aggies for the upcoming season. And as Al Lewis just went through all the accolades, all the accomplishments from a year ago, and he's coming back with the same head coach, with the same offensive coordinator, with the same quarterback coach, basically, with a lot of guys on the offensive line coming back as well, and great targets to throw to. I'm excited for this season as Logan Bonner is the number one playmaker and most important individual player on this Utah State football team going into this season. 
Yeah, it was hard to go with anybody else. Obviously, nobody did among our voters. When you look at that position, that performance, there's really no... Intimidated, could have backed down, and uh, didn't. He kept getting back up off the turf. Uh, and because of that, I think that just his teammates fed off of that. Here's a guy who would get pushed around, uh, get thrown to the ground, come off, uh, but he he wouldn't... He wouldn't stay down. He was always trying to get himself back into the game, even when coaches were probably tell- and trainers saying, no, you need to sit. This is a guy who would have still put himself out there because he believes in himself and he believes in his team. And the, you can just feel that, how the team feeds off of that. When he's on the sidelines, when he's on the field, and that's one of the great aspects of Logan Bonner that has nothing to do with his arm strength, Nothing to do with how he can, you know, check down on various reads. It just he's got that attitude that really fuels, really fuels the that offense for Utah State. Yeah, it does. It's the lead from the front mentality that is just is an enormous quality for some leaders. You look at leaders in antiquity and modern times when they're able to lead from the front or have that kind of mentality. It does rub off onto everyone. You know, they're willing to run through a brick wall. When Logan Bonner seems like he's being hit by a brick wall, everyone else is willing to run through one. And so, again, it it does go beyond just him throwing the ball because he's not like this all-time gifted passer. You know, if you look at guys like Chucky Keaton or Jordan Love, they're in some cases miles ahead of him if you just look at pure passing ability or athleticism or physical tools. But Logan Bonner is a leader, he's a tough son of a gun, and he is obviously good enough as a passer, you know, you know, a good quarterback. And so you combine all that together and you have a guy who is able to put together basically the best passing season in Utah State history and one of the best seasons in general, you know, being the leader and the quarterback. Right. I, I thought that, you know, after 2018, we were going to have conversations about you know, Jordan Love um, – you know, the best quarterback in Utah State history? There's been some really good ones, but Jordan Love was in the conversation. And now we have to put Logan Bonner in the conversation. Yeah, This newcomer from Arkansas State who comes in and sets school records, ties a bunch of others, uh, tied several records in Mountain West, uh, and uh, you know, set a record for uh, touchdowns thrown in, the, in a conference championship game. So this is a guy that just comes in, uh, even though he routinely gets hurt, he keeps getting back up. Uh, when I talked to him earlier, um, he uh, uh, earlier during fall camp, you know, he talked about how he broke his hand uh, one season, missed a lot of time with a broken hand. And then he comes to Utah State and he's got you know a broken foot. Uh, then this last season he had to have knee surgery. <laughs> this is a guy that has a. a Pretty long list of ailments that he's gone through. He just comes back. He just keeps going to work, rehabbing, getting back out on the field, studying film, and developing that rapport with his teammates. Yeah, it's like I said, he's a tough son of a gun. And you know, if he has another really good season this year, he will have to go, you know, into the you know, the the history books as one of the best, if not the best. It depends on what he accomplishes this year. If he manages to win another Mountain West title, you may just have to hand him the title of best quarterback. Even though he's not going to t- really touch any of the career records, 
uh, in terms of yards and touchdowns and attempts and whatnot. Those are largely going to stay with Jordan Love, and I believe Calvillo still holds the career record or uh, yards record. Uh, Love didn't quite break that. Yeah, so Bonner, I mean, only having two seasons here isn't going to put him close. It'll probably put him in the top five or six, you know, if he throws for like 7,000 plus yards. But obviously, if you have two really great seasons and two really great team seasons where you're being as the quarterback, then obviously you have to get tons of credit uh, and potentially the title of best quarterback in Utah State history, which, as you said, there's there have been some good ones that have come through here, and it, it'd be quite the uh, list to be on top of. Yeah, uh, it, this last year it took three quarterbacks to win 11 games. Hopefully yeah. it doesn't take that this year, but uh, Logan Bonner is the leader in that quarterback room, and uh, those other quarterbacks can learn a lot from him. And uh, having that leadership and skill level means a lot for this Utah State offense. No question why he was a unanimous selection as our number one Utah State Aggie coming into this upcoming season. Yeah, and hopefully Cooper Legault, you know, if looks like he might be sticking around. Hopefully he become like the heir apparent. Hopefully he's learning that toughness and, and that leadership because Legault has some great physical tools. You know, he's got to work on some other things, but, you know, that's what development's for. But if he's able to learn those qualities that Bonner has that we've not seen too much out of out of other quarterbacks, if he's able to learn those things, then he can carry the torch, and who knows, maybe he'll be even better. But that, that's a tough thing to do to try and be better than, than Bonner was last season. So Logan Bonner, number one on his jersey, number one on our list as uh, concludes our top 25 Aggies of 2022. And, and Jason, just as we wrap this this countdown up, this has been a fun exercise for me. Um, as we've said before, I think I would probably re-rank a few guys now at the conclusion based on when we did this before because it was before fall camp happened. But it's been a fun exercise to highlight and focus on individual players in what they do in their own skill set, their own talents, but also how they impact the team. And that's what this whole top 25 list was all about. Like, who are the impact players? How do they affect the team as a whole coming into this upcoming season? It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, that's something that we really wanted to do. I mean, I believe you came up with the idea. And part of it was, okay, you look at all these other outlets. They're doing, you know, Mountain West or uh, State of Utah lists. And, you don't get to see many Aggies on there. Part of that's bias. Part of that is, yeah, you do have two like kind of power five level schools elsewhere in the state. One's a top ten program in the country. Yeah, so it, it can be a little tricky to get recognized when you have when you're going up against that. So this is a chance for us to recognize a lot of these guys, like what uh, I mean, would Kyle Van Leeuwen? I mean, he's like number twenty four on our list. Would he have gotten any attention? No, but he deserves some attention around here because he's going to be a good player. Yeah. And so all these guys, even going up to, you know, even our top ten are guys that get overlooked. I mean, the Mountain West put out, like, on the media, like, their best defensive lineman. Holly's not on there. Byron Vons isn't on yeah, there. Yeah, so it's like, we, we want to be able to recognize these guys and say, here, these are the good players on Utah State. Maybe you don't know some of them. Some of them are obviously recognizable names because they were here last year, but there's guys stepping into new roles. You know, with Johnny Carter, he was there, but he's going to be potentially a star on this team. So we wanted to highlight players, show off who they were. It helped us because we got to learn, you know, because we had to research these guys, and then we're seeing them in fall camp. And as they come up each day, we look a little closer at each player and see what their past is, what their contributions have been so far, and what they can contribute this year. So it helps us, 
helps the listeners learn more about some of these guys they may not know about. And so I've I have really enjoyed this. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun getting us ready uh, for the uh, the off season of Utah State football. And now next week on Monday, it's all about UConn getting ready for game number one. That will our attention will shift to that. Uh, but uh, this has been a fun exercise. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, you can go back and listen to our old podcasts to, to hear what we said about each player on our list, and uh, we'll make that available in other ways so you can see the top 25 and what we've said about them before. But uh, no question, Logan Bonner, unanimous selection as number one on our list of top 25 Aggies coming into this next season. So that was something that Jason and I put together uh, earlier. And I don't know that anybody's really shocked or surprised to see Logan Bonner selected as number one on our list. But if you are, if you think somebody else should be number one, I know 9315 would put Alfred Edwards as tied for number one. But uh, feel free to text in and let us know as we conclude our top 25 Aggies for 2022. Uh, what did you can observe and agree or disagree with some of our rankings there for Utah State football players coming into this upcoming season? Uh, but reminder, we've got uh, the text line is open, 435-339-0321. If you want to weigh in on that, you want to talk about uh, you know, looking ahead to high school football games tonight on the schedule. Hopefully they happen without delay with some thunderstorms in the area. Uh, we'll also talk about this Arctos Sports Partners, who is uh, now a minority owner with the Utah Jazz group, with the group that owns the Utah Jazz, and what that could mean for potential future franchise, if anything, any other professional sports that should be on the target uh, for the state of Utah to go after. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that as well. In fact, we're going to go to the phone lines. 5338 wants to weigh in on that. Uh, what's on your mind, 5338? Uh, hey, Eric. Uh, thanks for taking my call again. Yeah. Um, just a couple things. Uh, first, on possible new sports coming to Utah, Um I think if you look at the major league sports, obviously we already have an NBA team. Um, I don't think we're going to get two. We're not L.A. or New York. Um, I guess the big prize would be an NFL team. However, I think with this, even though Utah is a dynamic and growing market, I th- we're still relatively small, and I think that along with the primarily Sunday play for the NFL would kind of put, put a knife through that idea. Um, and then uh, Major League Baseball, uh, you probably know I'm not a huge baseball guy. We have the bees here. I don't know how well their games are attended or if that could uh, translate into a Major League uh, supporting type attendance. Um, I am curious about NHL, though. Um, as far as I've been involved with youth and high school hockey a little bit um, over the last few years, I know it's... Um, it's very heavily participated in. It's not a sanctioned sport around the state yet, but there are a lot of youth and high school players. Um, and we do have a the Grizzlies, which is a mid-level minor league team here, um, which they get about six or 7,000 people out to their games, which doesn't sound like a lot. But when you consider um, Salt Lake's about the biggest market that uh, an ECHL team league is, is in right now. Um, they they draw about. They typically are in the top two or three attendance uh, in the, in that particular league. So, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Salt Lake and Milwaukee are the only two U.S. 
major frost belt markets, if you want to call it that, that do not have an NHL team right now. Huh. And so I'm not sure what the deal is with Milwaukee, why there's no NHL team there, but after them, um, you've got Salt Lake, and that's about it. So, Well, haven't they done some preseason or exhibition games in Salt Lake that have been really popular, really well attended? Yes, and I've been to those. There's one coming up again the first week of October. Um, there are a lot of people there. About the only seats that don't sell are the upper bowl seats behind the nets. Um, but it, they are very well attended. There's a lot of people that turn out to those games. Um, so um, even if we don't get an NHL team here, I think an upgraded minor league team like an AHL team, which is a kind of a triple-A type of hockey, would go over very well here, I believe. Um, but, uh, yeah, those preseason games are very well attended. So um, I, I just don't think the Delta Center is probably really set up, it looks like, for NHL hockey, the way they have to move the seats back in behind the nets to uh, to fit the rink in and everything. Which, I mean, in a regular NHL arena, you're not going to be able to do that. So, Right. Uh, and then, anyway, so those are my thoughts on the sports. Um, and then along with football, um, I'm not surprised to see Bonner at number one. You're, I mean, you're probably going to have a quarterback or running back there anyway. But uh, obviously he had a fantastic season. Um, you probably know I'm not his biggest fan, not as big of fan of, of him as a lot of other people, but um, I, with a year under his belt here and with the coaching staff coming back, uh, I look for him to have a good year. I just hope that he doesn't throw an interception in the first quarter of the games like he did quite often last year. That's kind of disappointing. And, <laughs> yeah. and as far as, but he did, um, I mean, obviously he did good things too. I guess one thing on the offense I'd really hope to see this year is we don't get in a bunch of third and longs like we did last year. And then we're chucking the ball 40 yards down the field and hoping for a miracle and which was answered quite a bit actually last year, good enough to have the type of season we had. But um, anyways, at the scrimmage last Saturday, I think hopefully the running game will be a little bit better this year and we'll avoid a lot more third and longs. And um, anyway, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And I think that's the hope uh, with the – I know there is some holes or inexperience on some key positions on the offensive line, but I think it's going to be a lot better uh, at pass protection and at uh, giving a push for that run game to become a little bit more of a, an established part of the offense where last year it was uh, – we're doing it because we know we have to try to do it, even if we're not going to see have a lot of success doing it, even though Calvin Tyler still ran for – nearly 900 yards last year. Yeah, and that, I think that's the big X factor. But um, I, I can't remember how many times I watched the game. We had the ball first and 10. We try and run up the middle, no gain. Second and 10, run up the middle for no gain. And then it's third and 10, and we're hucking the ball 40 yards down the field. Um, so that's something I hope we can avoid this year. Um, but uh, anyway, those are my thoughts. I'll let you move on. So. Awesome. Well, hey, appreciate the phone call, 5338. Always good to hear from you. We'll tell you too, Eric. All right. Uh, that's a full-court press resident hockey fan. Definitely. Five, you can always count on 5338 for uh, weighing in on hockey. Uh, is uh, we uh, Always asking that we talk more about it. But I, I get that, and I think NHL is a very viable 
option really for me it comes down to two sports either the NHL or Major League Baseball I agree that I don't think the NFL is really an option for Salt Lake if the NFL is going to expand they're going to go to like Mexico City or London and they're going to go big and they're going to go international and I just don't think Salt Lake City fits that criteria a few more texts that have come through I'd love to continue to get your reactions to our top 25 Logan Bonner at number one and uh, what other sports, professional sports franchises, uh, would you like to see expand to the state of Utah? And what do you think would find support in the state? Uh, 435-339-0321 to chime in here on the Full Court Press. Napa Auto Parts, they sponsor the Dan Patrick Above the Noise segment, which will come up later this hour. But they stay stocked up on all the things that you need for your vehicle at the five different locations between Preston and Providence. Like, uh, you stay stocked up on those hard-to-find oils, like full synthetic, five-quart size for only $22.99. Napa Fleet Heavy Duty Motor Oil, $13.99 a gallon. Valvoline Premium Heavy Duty, 15-weight 30, uh, $18.99. 10W30 for $19.99. And 5W40 for $26.99 a gallon. So go check it out at your Napa Auto Parts stores where they have that Napa know-how. It's back to school time. If you're involved in booster clubs, team sports, PTA, or any school organization, then the Logo Shop is your source for uniforms, fan gear, club t-shirts, anything customized with your school logo. It's the season to call the Logo Shop for custom t-shirts and uniforms for youth football, soccer, and other sports teams. The Logo Shop, committed to schools, teams, and youth groups. The Logo Shop. Logo Stop. The Logo Shop. Summer is cruising by way too fast. It's already back to school time. Soon you're going to start experiencing many special places and events that you won't forget, such as your first slide down Old Main Hill, attending Aggie football and basketball games, or a wild party at the Howe, and your first kiss on the Aggie Bowl that might just lead to that extra special moment at Jarek's Fine Jewelry, Cash Valley's engagement ring store where it's all about the romance. Just look for the bright green cars at 930 North Main Street. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Every great team knows that you have to train to stay on top of your game. Even top players continue to practice the fundamentals. That's why Les Olson Company offers free IT security awareness training so your business can stop threats before they become a problem. Learn what to do in case of a suspected phishing attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. means back to massive laundry piles. Get a washer that can handle your busy laundry schedule. Head to Daryl's today for a great deal worth your time. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. We have a GE top load laundry pair with a 4.2 cubic foot capacity tub and a 7.2 cubic foot dryer for only $11.07 for the pair. Hurry, stock is limited. See store for details. Daryl's Appliance Service and Sales West on Airport Road. Open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Hey, it's Garrett Grantham with Grantham Mobile Automotive. 
Just like a plumber, just like an electrician, I come to your home. I am a master ASE technician, licensed, insured, and ready to come to you for your car repair needs. Right now, it is hot outside. From air conditioners to transmissions, I can take care of you. Give me a call, and I will come to you to get your car's AC running cold in no time. 435-229-4345. That's 435-229-4345. Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of the NFL. The preseason rolls along as two high-powered offenses square off under the bright lights of L.A. Hi, this is Jerry Recco. Join Kevin Ray, Danny White, and myself for all the action as the Dallas Cowboys hit the road for a matchup with the Los Angeles Chargers. Who will come away with their first win of the year? It's the Cowboys and the Chargers. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Beginning at 7.30 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. All of us here at The Fan congratulate this year's Best of Northern Utah Gold and Silver winners presented by Campbell Snacks, Home of Pepperidge Farm. I uh, actually saw some, uh, the magazine racks a couple different locations earlier this week just being out and about, and I can tell people have been grabbing their own copy of the magazine. We still have a bunch more here, so don't, don't be bashful of grabbing one to share with a friend or new people moving in. You can grab your own copy see who the, the winners were. Over 600,000 votes were cast in 185 different categories. So go to places like Lee's Marketplace or Al's Sporting Goods, uh, Firehouse Pizzeria, Johnny O's Spud Nuts, Cafe Sabor, Logan River Golf Course, just to name a few. And to pick up your own copy, it's a great guide to find out uh, local businesses that are really good and do excel at what they do. Um, these, uh, I don't know if you caught the news to, to earlier today. The team from Utah in the uh, Little League World Series from uh, Santa Clara. Unfortunately, they lost to Tennessee today in their first game of the tournament, 11-2. to Now, it was uh, – so they, they lost their opportunity to advance, but they will have one more opportunity to play. They will play Sunday at 9 a.m. our time in the Little League World Series. And – you know the uh, uh, the brother of the kid who fell out of the bunk bed and got hurt, had to get rushed to the hospital. So he brought on his brother as a replacement player. And apparently the news is that as he was up to bat t- today, received a standing ovation from the crowd. So very cool experience for them in spite of the other distractions going on with their team. Uh, but uh, great opportunity for them. I know they've had a lot of attention uh, deservedly so, and a lot of people concerned to care for uh, what's going on with that team. And uh, some people, even this part of the state, are connected with that team. So wishing them the best of luck as they get uh, one more game. Hopefully they can play a little bit more than that. But they've had an outpouring of support from a lot of different places, including Major League Baseball, uh, several different players like Mookie Betts with a shout-out and a few others. Um, one of the, the, the questions throwing out there today on our Full Court Press text line, news today that this uh, a private equity firm has purchased or bought a, a minority stake 
in the uh, Smith Entertainment Group, SEG, which owns the Utah Jazz and Real Salt Lake. And this group already had an ownership stake in Real Salt Lake. They've now just expanded it to include the Utah Jazz. Um, so, it, But in the, in the announcement of this, there's some thought that uh, they are the reason they're doing this is to pursue a to have them help this private this SEG pursue a third professional franchise to expand to the state of Utah. Major League Soccer, NBA already here. There are some minor league baseball teams here in the state. There's a minor league hockey team. But what would be that other professional sport to expand to the state of Utah? 5338 made his case for hockey, the NHL. Uh, is that what you would would like? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Governor Cox in one of his press conferences earlier this week in talking about the, uh, f- the site where the old prison sits, that's going to be torn down. There's been a lot of speculation about what will replace it at that site. Prime real estate south end of Salt Lake County. And uh, one thought that was floated was a professional baseball team. Um, but uh, what do you think the state would support and get behind? 435-339-0321. Uh, also, 2305 texting in, saying, I haven't heard you guys talking much about conference expansion, such as the Big Ten and the Big 12. Sounds like the Big Ten wants to go to 20 teams, and if they do, that means the Pac-12 will be almost finished, and how that affects the Mountain West would be interesting to talk about. Well, part of the reason we haven't talked about it much, because there's really not much to talk about since um, you know, s- stuff about a month ago. Um, really, over the last four weeks, there hasn't been much to discuss other than you know maybe this the, the announcement of this new media deal for the Big Ten. Maybe that starts to amp things up again where other teams really try to make a case for why they should be included in the Big Ten. Pac-12 right now, well, Pac-10, I think is pretty content with staying as they are. Maybe adding San Diego State, maybe adding SMU. Those are two schools that seem to be propping up as potential targets. But if the Big Ten adds Washington, Oregon, um, maybe Utah or or, or Colorado, uh, I don't know. It seems like... Utah, Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State were kind of targets of the Big 12 at one point. But um, I don't know. If if there's movement around, could it affect the Mountain West? Potentially. Uh, I don't see the Mountain West being a a conference that's going to be actively raided any more than it has. Um, I think its it's properties are what they are, and, and it just that some of the knocks against some of the schools that are already there make it difficult for them to expand in those other uh, conferences. So I just don't see the Mountain West expanding much. Only unless the Pac-12 totally dissolves and you have three or four teams left and they could be a natural home to the Mountain West. Well, we can continue to debate. 
I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Back in 1961, Yankees outfielder Roger Maris surpassed Babe Ruth for the club's single-season home run record. That record has stood for almost 60 years. But Maris's accomplishment is in jeopardy. Aaron Judge has had a season to remember, already approaching 50 home runs, and there's still over 40 games left to be played. Breaking the record won't be easy, but when you look at what he's done thus far, surpassing Maris isn't far-fetched at all. Just the 10th player in history to hit 43 home runs in the first first 109 games. And when you look at New York's schedule, the outfielder could very well continue that impressive pace. Yankee Stadium, hitter-friendly, that could make a run at Maris's record even more attainable. A lot can happen between now and October, though. He's struggled to stay healthy over the last couple of years, and when you're chasing this kind of record, availability is imperative. But maybe after 60 years, there will be a new home run king in the Bronx. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.